it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. So, hello, Marie-Claire. Hello. <laughs> hello. I'm going, to, I'm going to make a confession to our audience. Marie-Claire and I did this conversation a couple of months ago, or a conversation, it won't be the same. And um, I forgot to press record, didn't I, Marie-Claire? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the best of us. Oh, thank you. And Mary Claire being um, one of my, you know, the kind of lovely people that come on this podcast was totally accommodating and said, don't worry, we'll do it again. Um, and so I'm so, so pleased to welcome Mary Claire back because I know because we had a lovely chat and I really would like other people to be involved. Um, so Mary Claire Ashcroft, uh, she is a personal brand photographer and a and a and a lot more actually. Um, her LinkedIn profile says she helps business owners who don't fit the conventional business box have the confidence to show up and express their brand personality. Bloody, bloody, blah, blah. Marie Claire, give us an overview of what drives you in your business. Hello, everyone. Um, yes, well, it's nice to chat to you again. I think it's just an excuse to hang out again. <laughs> we had so much fun. <laughs> but yes, my name's Marie Claire, and I call myself the professional rebel. And I'm in the business of helping people realize how awesome they are and just spreading joy all over the place. Um, I am best known as a personal brand photographer, but I do so much more than that. Um, I run workshops that help people realize who they are so they can be themselves, know themselves and effing own it. Um, I'm all about just helping people stop that voice in their head that stops them going for things or stops them from showing up or just stops them from just grabbing life by the uh, the lady balls, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Mary Claire asked me before we pressed record, uh, which I did remember to do this time, um, whether it was okay to use, you know, the odd word that isn't you know and and because i have to tick a box in itunes and stuff we agreed that she wouldn't actually use the words but it's implicit um and the thing is that well that's the first thing i'm gonna i'm gonna touch on because people talk in a certain way we all have a certain start don't we when we're talking to our friends when we're talking on the sofa at night to our boyfriend whatever it is our kids we we just talk as us and then all of a sudden there we are running a business and we turn up online and we turn up in meetings and networking events and we find ourselves having been taken over by an alien talk, <laughs> talking in a completely different way. So how, how do you do this kind of using swear words and what have you, but doing it in a way that doesn't throw everybody sort of off you? Um, well, I think, I don't know what it is like you mentioned that it sort of seems to get, people seem to go through this sort of like personality drain as soon as they've got to write an email or show up in front of a, 
a, you know, a networking group or something. And I realized that by doing anything like that, um, because when I started my business and throughout my whole life, I've had like incredible low self-esteem, believe it or not. Um, but I realized it was really affecting my clients, you know, who I'd worked with and the opportunities that came through me to me and the frequency of business if I wasn't presenting as myself. And, um, you know, we're told growing up all the time, you should do this and you should do that and you should do that. And especially when you set up a business, like nobody teaches you how to set up a business unless you do an MBA or something. And I don't even know what they teach you in that. But the thing is, is um, nobody t tells you what to do. So you suddenly think you've got to put this hat on that isn't you. And I found out that not showing up as myself meant I wasn't working with the clients that lit me up by showing up not as myself. I just wasn't having fun. And, you know, the whole idea of going into business was to break from the nine to five, to break from the corporate hole that, you know, dragged down my sanity and mental health and everything so I just decided to sort of you know start pulling parts of myself back in and it wasn't easy I'll, I'll admit that because especially when you've grown up with low self-esteem and the voice in your head telling you you're not good enough and nobody likes you and all that sort of stuff it was a journey and it can still be but I found now that my website acts like Marmite you know people will not get in touch if I put them off if they're put off by swearing if they're put off by colloquial language and silliness then they don't phone up they don't send me an email and I think that's fantastic really absolutely it is a brilliant filter and we're also afraid of you know our sort of general brain wiring um sort of makes us worried of of not being accepted into a tribe but then we have to realize that we don't want to, this is a big world now where there's there's millions of people in it we we don't yeah. want to be in everybody's tribe um so so that is actually it works very effectively and it's it is a little bit scary but and it's what it's really interesting actually you're talking about self-esteem because i think it's it's a good reminder to all of us not to judge a book by its cover. Ooh, <laughs> this could get quite profound, couldn't it? <laughs> I feel profound coming on, Mary Claire. But because it because there's really links with photography and what we're talking about, you know, yeah. judge a book by its cover. But you know, I, I so, so I've I've had a career as an actor and out there on stages and all the rest of it and and people would think of me as being quite extrovert and whatever um, but I I absolutely have had a journey with low self-esteem and you know likewise yourself people will see you the bubbly bubbly lovely you and they see your website and they see you bringing all this lovely stuff out of your clients and they wouldn't necessarily think of any of that other journey so for people who and this is a lot of us who've had struggles with self-esteem that think they're on their own that it's just them and all those other people they're seeing are all bright and shiny and they've got it all together just listen to two people talking here who might be giving that impression in your head and realize that we too are human and i think the only the only thing is that you have to you have to find a way through it, don't you, Mary Claire? And, and your journey is, is you got to this photography thing through making that journey to help yourself, didn't you? Yeah, well, I fell into photography by accident. I spent my whole 
younger life doing what I thought I should. You know, I, I went and got the A-levels. I went and got a degree in modern foreign languages. And I got a job working in export. And, it, you know, for a 20, you know, early 20-year-old, I was on good money. I got to travel, you know. I got to sit around with businessmen and get fed all the time. And, um, yeah, it was great. You know, I was a bubbly person in the office. But inside... I was dying. It was just like, this is so not me. But I did not have the confidence to dream. I didn't have the confidence to do anything about it. And I didn't think that I was this creative person that I sort of was deep inside my soul. But there was something like a little pilot light, I like to describe it. Just, it, you know, even when it's quite low, it's still there and it just reminds you that you know there's there's more for you and if you're one of these people who's on the wrong track for your yourself really you'll know what I'm talking about because you'll feel it you know sometimes it's very very faint but it is there and you have to listen to it because don't make the mistake that I did and stay and do all these things that you think you should because I ended up with depression and anxiety and you know I had to get help for it and in the end, I had to be brave, put my big girl pants on and, and take the leap. And the reason I got into photography was um, through a, a very early experience, really. Um, I've got experience of um, trauma in my childhood, which has led me to have PTSD. And um, what this means is that all of my growing up, I was not remembering a lot of my life because I sort of spent my life in my head and not in my body as a coping mechanism. And it was getting to my like, you know, mid twenties where people would say, oh, do you remember that night out we went on or that trip we went on or something, you know, all these good times in my life, I was not remembering and my brain was feeding me all this, you know, so it's like I have the the poo colored filter glasses on rather than the rose tinted ones. And I got into photography so I could remember my life. So I could start telling my brain that my life wasn't as bad as it was telling me it was. And just to, to remember what I was doing. Cause you know, what's the point in living if you can't remember all the good stuff. So I got into photography whilst having this office job Um took it on, took the camera on holiday. And then suddenly people were asking me to take photographs at their son's wedding or their brother's band's gig night or nightclub or something. And suddenly I was like, wow, I'm good at something. And I also, you know, did feel accepted by doing this, you know, suddenly I was doing something that lit me up, but I didn't have the confidence to make the move for a few years. So it's kind of a side hustle. And, um, what, I realized is um, even though I didn't think people would talk to me or I could be myself in front of them, I started using the camera as a bridge to, you know, like to talk to people. And I guess it was probably the same with your acting in that you could create a persona um, and feel sort of, you know, more protected by that than actually putting your real self out there. And um, yeah, so for me, the camera was mine. And then eventually I, I made the jump. But then you know after a few years I was like I'm repeating all these old patterns so I realized I had to go on a sort of journey within because every sort of outer thing I was doing you know every goal I was pursuing or everything I looked to outside of myself was sort of perpetuating these thoughts and beliefs about myself so I thought 
right, I've got to go within and, you know, untangle some of these knots that keep tripping me up. And so it's kind of where I got to today because I realized a lot of people feel the same way that I do and have done. And, you know, sticking a camera in someone's face is enough to sort of make them sort of, you know, literally go, oh, what if somebody sees the real me? And, you know, a lot of people end up opting for photographs that look like everyone else's or um, websites and words that look like everyone else's and then they, they don't get noticed. And the thing is about being, you know, like a creative or intelligent or quirky person with something interesting to share with the world is you have to fly your freak flag. You have to be yourself to attract your fellow weirdos who then you have a great time working with. And I think that's the great thing about the internet is because I felt very, very alone before and by flying my freak flag and, you know, using the F-bomb and, you know, using my marketing to really show who I am, I meet other fellow weirdos, you know, like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we get to chat to you again. And we had a great time last time and I'm enjoying chatting with you today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. That's right. We're both, we're both putting out what we kind of are and this is when this these lovely lovely things happen when you start meeting people and and in terms of oh that that was a fabulous story thank you Mary Claire and thank you for sharing all that because I know I know that listeners will be sat there with light bulbs going off in their head left right and center and by the way I love the way you talked about being sat around being fed with businessmen um, <laughs> It took it took me straight back because my original career career in inverted commas was in advertising in the eighties, oh, which wow. was all about lunches and copious amounts of alcohol and all the rest of it, and men being very <laughs> cool and mannish. Um, and and I, so I too was sat there being fed by business and thinking, what the heck am I doing? Well, and the number, and this is it. I was always very aware that I wasn't in the right place, but but I hadn't done the un. So there was that. Even at art school, I thought I don't know why I'm here. Um, although I loved art, it, it, I kind of always had a very quick trigger in terms of I'm not in the right place. But I never did the untangling to figure out why. It's one. It's one thing sort of thinking I'm not in the right place. I must move. Um, but you've got to do, like you said, you've got to do the untangling as to why and yeah. what, what am I not doing and what am I holding back and what am I afraid of and all this stuff. And you talked about um, sticking cameras in, in front of people's faces. Now, I, I, I often get people who want help with um, doing little videos and stuff <laughs> and they are literally become a different person the minute you mention a, a camera or they think of a camera. And... I mean, how do you, do you have a, I, I imagine this is quite an organic thing, like I, like I am with my clients, but it, are, are there any obvious things that you do to relax people to get the real them out of themselves? Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, um, first of all, the, the, you know, I have a little bit of a process where, you know, before we even meet up on a, on a shoot, we get to know each other. I have have an application form so you know people can tell me about their brand so I know that we're a right fit because there's really no point in working with someone if it's not gonna you know not gonna gel then we have a then we have a chat like me and you are now um and we you know a face-to-face -face chat you know with a cup of tea but over Skype or whatever 
and um, we just have a chat, get to know each other. And from their questions, I, um, you know, on their questionnaire, I create like a vision board for them. You know, it's like a vibe and vision board, just so we get the feel of, you know, because words can be misconstrued, but pictures can tell a lot more. So, and that's why, you know, it's really important to work with like somebody who totally gets you because that will be what people see as soon as they look at your website or your marketing. But yeah, and then when we actually do meet up, it's always an adventure. I don't do shoots in a studio. We meet up somewhere that's fun for both of us. We tend to have a cup of tea or a bit of cake or something before the shoot even begins, just to feel like you're hanging out with someone. So when I do eventually box the camera out, it's just like, oh yeah, she's just, you know, got her camera with her. And I'm very intuitive. I think over, over the time of learning, um, you know, who I am and what my skills are rather than focusing on all my flaws like we tend to I'm very intuitive and I'm really really good with people and that comes across in that it doesn't matter what that person's going through I can instantly see the sort of the change when suddenly the self-doubt kicks in or their thoughts have wandered so I can bring them back into themselves so some people um we will sit and have a chat over the cake and we'll talk about life the universe and everything some people need to feel a little bit naughty and I'm a perfect person for that. So sometimes I need to sort of like dare people to go and do something that sort of shakes up their energy and then they, they suddenly their, their inner childlike sense comes out. Or even one, one girl that I worked with, um, most confident person ever, she works as a pole dancer and a Reiki healer and everything. So she's, she's got confidence. But, you know, again, the camera came out and, you know, I could see that little bit of self-doubt. And for her, I just said, mate, just go and have a fag and a meditate and, you know, connect to your inner light. <laughs> and so we were there in the middle of the park in Chester at eight in the morning with her having a fag and sitting there meditating. <laughs> That's brilliant. Whilst the squirrels were like watching us going, what are they doing? <laughs> as will the listeners of squirrels long time looking at this lovely lady meditating with a fag in her mouth that is just brilliant <laughs> i love it um, I, I, this is there's a, there's so much in this because this works both ways because not only um do we have to sort of remember yet yeah, work with people who get you and the and the way to do that is i guess can I personally find LinkedIn really good for this? I mean, I do you? I mean, in terms of allowing people to build kind of a getting to know relationship with you? Yes, I've only recently moved on to LinkedIn, to be honest. Um, I've always found it a bit of a boring platform, um, but it has changed recently. I've always sort of used Facebook a lot more because, you know, part of my brand is also my sort of personal life so I share about you know my ups and downs um because I feel like you know the right people will connect to me but it's it's funny because LinkedIn does that have that oh you're not being professional enough sort of vibe <laughs> and um I think you do get the uh, the old stiffs in suits trying to um to knock you off your off your course sometimes <laughs> which I have had. I've got a funny story to tell you actually go on um yes well I think we, we spoke about this last time but yeah this um this guy um told me off for 
um, for using swear words and told me I was angry and I had anger issues and that my post was inappropriate for, uh, for, for LinkedIn and told me I should be original, which I thought was hilarious. And um, what else did he say? Um, he said that I wasn't doing my business any favours. Um, and he, he popped up a couple of times on, on very similar posts. Now, I'm, I'm a bit lazy. I use a scheduler, you know, because I'm not always wanting to sit there and post all the time. So this post came up again and he said all of this stuff to me. And I was like, right, I, I'm not going to just let this fly this time. And I, listen, I just said, listen, Mr. Beige Underpants, you are clearly not my ideal client. The people who love, my, love what I do are drawn to this kind of stuff. So please don't tell me what to do. And um, yeah, just told him to, you know, politely do <laughs> one uh, whilst calling him Mr. Beige Underpants. And uh, he's gone away since then. But, uh, you know, it's quite funny because he, he works in compliance and, and was telling me to be original. It's like, <laughs> but the funny thing is, that has gone on to me, you know, my most popular post, you know, so many people tell me what a beautiful photograph and they love the story behind it. And, you know, I tell little stories about each shoot and, you know, why each one was different and special. And yeah, I use the, the F-bomb. That's part of my brand. But yeah, yeah. And, it, and the point, the point is for people, for people, I, I love that beige underpants. And it is funny. Yes, I agree. You will get people like that on LinkedIn. But actually, I think there's a general swell um, and I'm part of it, along with some really other lovely people who are kind of pushing back on, mm -hmm. on, on that whole thing and, and just, you know, just being much more real. Um, and and it, I, I think it has to go that way because I think, well, the point is that it's you select, you select, that's the whole point. You select who you want to be connected to. You don't, nobody is forcing you into a room that you don't want to go into. Well, it's not the 80s anymore, you know, we don't have to sit there and look professional and, you know, oh, well, we'll work with them because they're really professional. It's like, no, I'm going to work with someone who I know I'm going to get on with and I know who's going to understand me or that I'm going to understand them and yeah and 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 the thing is that if you're a you might be listening to this and thinking oh gosh well you know i don't i what's so different about me i don't i don't swear or i haven't got green hair or whatever mm. oh my gosh i'm boring I'm, well no this isn't about being any of those things saying any of the things using it it's about just being you so if you are a quiet person a, a business owner who is beautifully calm and quiet then that's what you put out there so it's not it's what people talk about authenticity don't they and and then they get all muddled up with it because there's sort of this sense that there's kind of one real you and you, that's it and you have to stamp yourself with that all over the place well we're, we're constantly evolving and you're different and so i i too have a facebook group and i think that is quite a good tip is to have maybe a couple of different platforms that mm. you feel that you work on and, and you kind of build relationships on but you do think as i do oh mm, no that's a that's a facebook or yeah. you know or that's something different. and that, that's fine because that's the same as oh this is a meal out with the family or this is a meeting in a fancy company i mean you you, you do tweak your what you put out there don't you 
Well, I think also um, it's just for a time perspective as well with all the different platforms out there. I find it important to mainly focus on one. Obviously, I have a presence on all of them, which is why I use my scheduler. Um, but, you know, I've only got the time in the day to comment on everyone's, you know, on, you know, replies and stuff like that. And, you know, if I put the same amount of effort on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Twitter, I wouldn't get any work done. So I mainly focus on Facebook for now. I do pop into the others, but it's just, a, you know, it's for sanity and productivity, really. Otherwise, I wouldn't get anything done. No, absolutely. A time, time is a thing. Um, so, I mean, for people who are looking now at their various profiles and looking at their photo and thinking, gee, this, is, this isn't me. <laughs> Who the heck is that in that photo? Um, but then there are other part of their brains thinking, but I, 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 how, how, do I, how do I get this? Right, my first suggestion would be that they give you a ring if they feel that they're aligned with you and um, have a conversation with you. But if, if they can't do that, um, would you say that there is anything they can do to get a, to sort this i mean what, what, yeah. do they have to go and see a professional photographer can they do it themselves what is there a way if they do see a professional photographer they're going to not clam up and be um <laughs> back to square one with a photo that they don't feel is them what, what are, yeah. what are, well i've got a couple of tips if you're listening now and you think i like her but i don't have the budget i've got an epic um, free video out at the moment which has had loads of great feedback sorry for the shameful plug <laughs> so uh, and it's called how to take us um, how to take selfies for your business without looking like a massive knob <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> a lot of people get the double chins or up the nose or you know you can't see them amongst you know all the um, the children behind them or something so it's about it's about 20 minutes, but it's had great feedback on, on everything, on how to hold your camera, how to focus it, how to look for light and all that sort of stuff. And then that's a great way if you're on a limited budget and if you don't mind my F-bombs, then, you know, there's a free course on how to do it yourself until you are in a position to do that. If you're if you've got the budget and, you know, maybe I'm not the right person for you and that's totally cool. Um my top tip is to obviously sort of hunt around on the internet ask people who you like and get on with who they've worked with because you know that's instantly sort of great recommendation because they'll actually know what the person is like rather than the person they present on the internet and just you know have that chat with them make sure you like their style make sure they get to know you and make sure they understand your brand and what you're trying to get across because the thing is, is in the past, so many people thought, oh, I've got to have a professional photo. So I'll stand against the white backdrop, stand at 45 degrees and look like, you know, somebody from the 80s with the shoulder pads that <laughs> just totally isn't them. Um, but, you know, I, I was recently chatting to someone in a Facebook group who invested in, in a photographer who wasn't myself um, and, you know, who was a really very good, talented photographer but didn't understand them and they don't feel like they look like themselves or that they didn't capture that essence of who, who they were. And, you know, if you're spending like, you know, a, you know, a few hundred or even a thousand pounds or something on a full on personal brand shoot and you've made that investment and you've got past the barrier of, 
of the visibility barrier of the spend barrier of the you know am I even worth spending this money on you know because I know that's how what you know the thought process that people go through to spend that money and the time and then end up with something that doesn't represent you has got to be like a kick in the teeth and heartbreaking really so you know make sure they really get get to know you and that you have have some banter or have a connection with them because if they if you're feeling awkward in front of them then that's going to show in your photographs mm. and people you know they, they say words speak you know pictures speak a thousand words I can instantly tell what a person's going to be like or what they come across on their pictures before I've even read their copy or looked at their offers. And if that's not, you know, if there's a mismatch, then you're going to be missing out on epic clients and epic experiences, really. So, Absolutely. Uh, that is such, such good advice, Mary Claire. And, and the thing is also, if you're going to start putting videos out there or anything else uh, with you moving around or talking, it's immediately, you, you can't keep up the some kind of pretense thing that is showing through your profile photo in then everything else you do you're you're gonna you're gonna feel awful um and yeah and i i think this this has got uh, too much to talk about um, that's me trying to strangle my next question um because it would take us off on another half hour <laughs> session um but it's interesting because the other part of this, there's, there's lots of little techie things that, yeah, you're absolutely right, not looking at your nostrils and backgrounds and all the rest of it, um, and getting to know the, the person on the other side of the camera, all of those things. But also your own mindset um, needs to be kind of in a released sort of state and, and joyful. And that just beautifully links to talking about joy and you spreading <laughs> joy um to you giving people a bit of a help to just get into a better mindset because um you do these happiness challenges don't you yeah i help people with self-confidence and i help people with happiness and just getting to know themselves really because i think you know like i said earlier you know we focus on so many things that we should be doing and we start putting on these masks and, you know, once you put on enough masks and things like that, you get to a point where you're like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't know what I want. You know, it's it's deemed selfish to do things for yourself by society. And it's all rubbish, really. So, yeah, I um, when I realized I was more than a photographer, but I couldn't get that across until after people had worked with me. I thought I need to, you know. I, there's clearly a mismatch on what I'm offering. I need to understand myself a bit better. And I set up a separate business to start off with, and it's helping people find their happiness. And I was like, hang on, I'm confusing people having separate things. So I've brought it all together on, you know, the, the premise of what I do is know yourself, be yourself, and effing own it. And so um, as well as the workshops and sort of things that I do like that, I've got um, a five-day happiness challenge coming. Um, and given what year a lot of people seem to have had this year, I'm just, you know, everyone is losing people, getting sick, you know, everything, having accidents. It seems to be one of those years. And I've been through it myself this year. I've had like, you know, a few weeks out of work just because of my health. And I thought, you know what, what better way than to pick up the happiness challenge that I do every now and then it's had like great feedback and we've got a little community of people who are just sprinkling joy around the place and um 
Yeah, that's coming in November. If anyone is feeling the glum of the year, it's coming in mid-November on the 11th, which is quite frankly, you know, a depressing month anyway. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants a little boost, wants to get some experience of hanging out with me on a Facebook group and getting little dares to literally five minutes a day just to sort of shift your mindset, shift your thought patterns and just generally have an excuse to sprinkle some joy out into the universe. Really. <laughs> That's fantastic. Do you know, you do sprinkle joy and um, I just, um, yeah, I, I think I feel... I've got so many lovely guests like you. I feel like we should do some absolutely gobsmackingly brilliant event at some stage um, in the next year or so where we just get together and invite people and we just do all this, all this just releasing. I could do some improvisation stuff and you do, you could be there with the camera and we could be doing dares and we yeah, could invite squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I look, I look forward to that because there's a lot of there's a lot of us around and um, there are more of us than than the people that even realise it. If you get my drift, yeah, that that's that's the thing. So so be nice to people who might appear to be um, you know beige underpants and stuck up because maybe they're just another person who hasn't uh, opened the door to as I call it you land and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so I will wrap this up and say the best place, I guess, the central place for people to find all your links and everything is professionalrebel.co.uk. Yeah, that's me. Marie Claire Ashcroft. And I am so, I'm kind of glad that the whole recording thing went wrong last time and we've had another chat. It's been nice to hang out again. <laughs> we'll do it again. And we'll, do it, we'll even do it privately without having to make it into a podcast episode <laughs> well, if, if you run that event i am all over it <laughs> yay thanks ever so much marie claire see you soon bye thank you so much bye yes take action try this one small step take a look at the photos that you're putting out into the world when you look at them do you think yeah that's me oh god yes that's so me or is there a disconnect and if there is, realise that that disconnect isn't going to work for you in business. So go find some kind of a friend, somebody who gets you and go do something fun and simply casually ask them to point a camera at you and take some photos. That could do the job. lot of fascinating stuff you might need some show notes so head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast to download those and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available i give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it look forward to the next episode Never be real.